Greetings, I am Erin Patton, metaphysical master in the millennial age, and it is my life's purpose to guide you and organizations along an enlightened path. So I invite you to sit comfortably and tune in as I welcome you to the Meta Business Millennial, where we get the real conversations you won't get in the boardroom so that we understand this is exactly the path we need to be on in order to grow, evolve, and thrive. Greetings, I am Erin Patton, also known as Master L. I am tuning in today from Amsterdam. (laughs) Um, And I'm here with my sister, my soul sister, Tasha, who is the founder of Align Social, And I met her, y'all, at a beautiful gathering, the human gathering in Malibu. And we had 30 seconds to hit it off. And when I tell you, we made the most of that eternal 30 seconds, we are here today. Just put it that way. Um, She is a brilliant metaphysician and a dear friend, soul sister. Welcome to the show. Yes, I just love the, it was the best 30 seconds. It really was. (laughs) I just every time I see you, I'm taken back to kind of that gathering and meeting you. And like, it's so funny because she was, this girl was sitting behind me at this event and I felt like I was back in church because she's behind me. She's clapping. She's saying, pray, praying, amen, throwing her hands up in prayer. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one who does that. Like there's someone else here who gets me, who sees me, who understands. So I was like, hello, I've looked for you all my life and I'm glad we're reunited. It was kind of my, was my intro to her. Period. And since we're talking about that moment, let's just get into what we was clapping and praising about because it wasn't the usual things we have hollered about in church, people. We were talking about and listening to one of the brilliant, I would say, warriors, spiritual warriors on this planet, Tim Ballard, talking about his journey as a, a bounty hunter in the human trafficking uh, ring. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, but the way he, he's just a, a light in on itself. And I feel like the way that he was describing, because he was kind of describing, you know, being able to take someone at the top level off of the streets and the impact that it had. And like, I feel like be, both you and I felt that. Yes. Of like just the the weight that he was carrying and the weight that he was lifting. And even as I'm saying this, I'm getting chills and goosebumps Dang. all over. <laughs> because like we were seeing, you know, like and praising him for his work and like, just the, like just the strength and like uh, like the strength that he has to do what he does it's just because uh, everything he said came from god all his correct. direction came not only from god but from god to his wife to him and i was just gonna say that bond. come on now that was what i was really hollering about was like the love that he shared with his wife the trust that they had in their relationship to mm-hmm. move with this work in this world yes 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 exactly yeah he was saying that God speaks through him, through his wife. And I was like, mm, yep, that sounds about right. Come on now. Thanks, partners. Come on now. That's yeah. beautiful. Yes. And, you know, as we started to share in that, um, that love for God, that love for spirituality, it came forth that you were doing some work in the social media space. And I usually don't jump right into the business real quick for right quick like that. But your business is a meta business at the core. So I would love for you to talk about kind of what your vision is for, for this disruption of how we engage, communicate digitally. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So 
I was happy owning a marketing agency. I'll just throw that out there. And we were plugging along. We were doing, you know, good work and for good people. And we worked with a lot of heart conscious entrepreneurs. And one day in the Target parking lot, because that's where all spiritual downloads take place. <laughs> um, it came over me of you guys will start a social media site. And I was like, that's crazy. Like, that's just, that seems, that seems like audacious and large and like, I'm all about big goals, but I'm like, you want me to take on the owner who basically who owns 60% of the internet. Like, yeah. that's just, that's, that's not me. And yeah. it came through several times and I said, okay, cool. Like, if this is what you want me to lead, I'm going to need you to, to show me how. Mm -hmm. And over the past year and a half, we've built a web-based MVP. We're building an iOS app. We have a couple hundred people on the app, like actually beta testing and playing with it. And we are building a social media site that is everything social media was supposed to be and nothing that it's turned into. Yeah. So it's about embodiment. It's about presence. It's about holding space and being in a sacred container and relationship with someone. It's about yeah. really truly seeing them for who they are versus like actually seeing them through, you know, fake eyelash filters and fake Botox filters and lip filler and like all the, all the filters, unicorn filters. I mean, just some of the crazy ones, but it's about being able to really be in community with people and really connect at a deep soul level because yeah even though we live in a world right now that's like super connected and that like I could call you from Amsterdam when I'm in Savannah, Georgia, or, you know, I have another friend who I just talked to who's in Hawaii. Like we still feel disconnected, which to me, I'm like, that is, it's, I mean, it's the root cause of so many diseases. It's the root cause of so many ailments. It's the root, like feeling that loneliness, feeling that solitude, feeling that disconnection. So I'm like, we need to fix this. Yes. And not that we just need to fix it, but it's the in the embodiment that the fixing happens. It's like mm -hmm. by even being engaged in this new energetic frequency, we are just automatically fixing. We're automatically feeling. Exactly. We're automatically growing. We're automatically expanding. And that to me is what Aligned Social truly is providing to the world. And of course, we have to get to like, why? Why you did that? Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, so it's that? <laughs> so I feel like it's, it's, there's a couple, there's a lot of things that inspired it first. I mean, I've been in digital marketing and social media now for close to almost 20 years, which is crazy to say. Um, but I've kind of seen how it's taken, what's taken place with it. And I feel like as, you know, a, a, the other part of me is being a trained, a trained shaman in training with indigenous tribes for the past 15 years, I've kind of had these, these two parallels grow, grow simultaneously. And I feel like we're at this precipice where the spirituality and the technology has to come together. Because yeah. if it doesn't, I mean, you see where technology is going. Just the other day, yeah. Zoom was like, we're going to listen to all of your data. We're going to take all of your data. We're going to plug it through machine learning. And I'm like, that's not okay. Like people hold, like, yeah. I'm, I'm really big on space and really big on holding space and really big on the containers that people are able to express themselves in. And I'm like, technology is taking that and it's giving us a platform to do that, but it's also taking from us. And there's not an even energy exchange, which there should be. A hundred percent. And to that point, I did a little dance with Cass before this podcast started where I was trying to get on another platform because I was trying to avoid filming this on Zoom. Yep. <laughs> and I couldn't get it together fast enough. So now we're on Zoom. But, you know, Zoom, you're not going to own my content too much longer. But I just feel like, absolutely, why the fuck would you do that as a company? Like, I would say that mm -hmm. to their CEO face. 
Like it's why dangerous. would you want to exploit people like that? Make people feel exploited like that. I feel not unsafe on your platform, sir. You know, and it's not that we don't agree that there should be some sharing. Maybe we can discuss what the sharing partnership or agreement could look like. But why would you just dump something on me without my permission and it completely involves 100% me? Mm-hmm. And that's see, we. I was going to say, we live in this culture right now in technology that everything is opt out. So yeah. most people won't read your terms and conditions. They won't read the, the fine print. They won't read what they're handing over. And mm-hmm. in my belief system and in my platform and in the things that I'm growing and my team are growing, we want to be opt in. You, mm-hmm. we, we will be using AI. We're doing it. We're building out a benevolent AI and she's wonderful, but you will have the, the opportunity to use it or to not use it. And you will know mm-hmm. it's there and it's very blanketed versus just mm-hmm. saying, oh yeah, if you, if you download the next update, which mind you, the update is forced. Like I have no choice but to download it if I want to use your product. Like your blanket automatically agreeing to this. And that's where I have the issue. There's no consent anymore. Yes. Yes. We're getting fucked all day. <laughs> More consent. Just rape. Yeah. It doesn't make it sense. Doesn't make sense. It's a rape now, culture. And it's so funny because if I asked you, can I record this and can I put it towards benevolent machine learning AI? There's going to be conversations that you're like, yes, absolutely. You can record, you can take, you can utilize. Same with social media. Like, yes, you can. Yes. I want to see AI content. Yes. I want content that's been curated for me. But then in other times you're like, you know what? Maybe I don't, maybe I'm having a really private conversation. Maybe I'm a lot of people use this for coaching and therapies and and things of that nature, things that are, you know, not quite HIPAA, but borderline HIPAA. Yeah, we should have the ability to be like, "Mm, we're going to go really weird right now. So like, let's not have this recorded. Yes. So. Yes. 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 Technology. Yes. And this just brings me to what we were discussing earlier about the Heroes Gamos journey, which Mm -hmm. is the the journey of having a healed, healthy masculine in, in tandem with the healed, healthy feminine. And I feel like I talk about this with everyone in my podcast, but this is just where I am now in my season and my healing and my journey, y'all. And right now, this is not healthy masculine energy. This mm-hmm. is not energy that we should feel that makes us feel protected, that makes us feel provided for, that makes us feel in a, in a safe space container. And with that means we're going to act out. And it just, and it's the feeling of it in and of itself is painful. So then we wonder why the content we're, we're consuming on these platforms like Instagram, Facebook, et cetera, and why the energy of it is the way it is. So it's just exactly. a violence because it's a, it's a reaction to the energy from which it comes from. And so this is the difference between like a metaphysically, spiritually, intentionally designed company versus not. Mm-hmm. And this is essentially the, 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 the agent of which that Tass and I represent in this work. And I, I really love that you have that intention for social media. That's how we know it will be a successful, that's why we know it will be a unicorn. Because for me, like to that point about the unicorn, like I love to play, I love to be playful. However, 100%. is it a filter to mask who I am or is it a filter to really connect with my being? Mm-hmm. You know, or exactly. is it, or is it a, not a filter, but is it a, you know what I'm saying? Like an addition, a compliment to who I am. And mm-hmm. I feel like this is the, the age in which we're developing and growing. And I'm so grateful to see that, that from you and what you're doing. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I mean, I look at kind of the filter, like I, again, I'm in my inner child loves the, the play too. Me and my girls will put on the unicorn filters and play and just kind of have a good time. But 
it's when the people who are looking at it and thinking it's the standard and thinking that that's the beauty standard and then that's normal and that everyone looks like that and they don't. That's where I kind of have the issue is where we're selling something that's artificial and we're not showing the fact that it's artificial too, especially the younger population, the younger kids. Um, And we're also like, I mean, this gets really far off, slightly far off topic, but like, I love the aging of women. And I think Mm -hmm. it is beautiful for them to gracefully age. And I feel like that's one of the things that's being taken away and stolen from like on the social, on social media-esque platforms. And I mean, I feel like I've been in the space for a while now and kind of my friend groups are, you know, getting into their forties and getting, you know, kind of into that space where, you know, Botox is popular and fillers and all these things are popular, which is great. (laughs) But it's like, you're actually missing, like getting to see the beauty of a woman who has done the work and who is glowing at at a cellular level. So that's my little mm-hmm. side soapbox on that. I love that because this is also the new age of beauty. And we mm-hmm. have to start having these conversations about what does it mean like as we, because we are, as millennials, like this is the metabusiness millennial, we are kind of like the new earth leader. We not are kind of like, we are the yes, new earth leader. We are. We're, the, we're here to show the new generations how to be in age and, and elder and, and, mm-hmm. and, and with the current tradition because that uh, frankly didn't exist our generation prior as much and, and we the elder like, millennials we have to carry the torch <laughs> period and we show them what we should be aspiring to and in that we have the choice then as, as these um i would say aging wine goddesses to to accept ourselves to love ourselves to to enhance our beauty with our love for ourselves because the, actually the more we love ourselves the more beautiful we get period like it's just a fact and that's why there's so many more women who you really can't tell how old they are. There's no cougars out here anymore because women look like like great, like forever for a long time. Oh my gosh. I just saw a whole little meme thing on social and it was about um, the golden girls and them being 50 and now J-Lo being 50. Yes, that's exactly what just, I was thinking too. It's, like, it's hysterical because I looked at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, the perception yeah oh my gosh like please sign me up for that when I'm 50 like please all day (laughs) it's it's so funny because like the perception has changed and like it's just I don't know it's just it's so interesting when you kind of like dissect it and pull back layers yes yes I love that and and like I was talking about before having the ability to set the standard for beauty and having mm-hmm. the ability, even on a social media platform, because you were talking to me, like, to be honest, the audience, she was talking to me about being an influencer on her platform. She's like, you would be perfect. Of course, you're not going to have a big following on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> but for my platform, your energy would totally be analogous to the energy of, you know, what's happening on our platform. So it'll be promoted. And, 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 and all the things that we look for and what we are doing on social media in terms of engagement, et cetera. Exactly. And that to me, I felt like is also just showing how your algorithm, if you will, amplifies the voices of, of higher vibration. And I mm-hmm. would love for you to get more into that because you have the funnel and everything, and you know, I'm all into that. Yeah. So we came up with this whole wellness index where right now, if you're on social media, the more you get into the weeds and the more you get into the negativity and the more you get into the misogyny and the racism and the bigotry, the longer you're going to stay on the platform. So they're constantly feeding you this stream of content to get you stuck, to get you to comment, to get you angry, to get you emotional, because they know if you go emotional, 
your user, you're going to no longer be on for five minutes. You're going to be on for 25 and there's more money in that because it's all based on time relevance. So one of the things that I looked at is in the work that I do, I focus a lot on upward spirals versus downward spirals. And I was like, you know what, if we can change energy and get people stuck, I can change energy and move the, move them the opposite way and move them from a neutrality to maybe a joy or maybe a joy to a, a you know, a more abundant, a more freeing, more like fruitful kind of, uh, kind of existence. So we created this whole spectrum of energy. Um, and basically the content that we're being, that we're serving people is moving them up the energetic scale. So if you come yes. on and you're like, my day kind of sucks. And like, I'm on here and I don't really know what I'm seeking for and like what my purpose is, but you start engaging, we're going to start slowly feeding you more and more positive content and kind of this upward spiral for you to leave better than you came on. Yes. Um, and we're going to do it like the, what we're, what we're, what we figured out how to do is do it relatively quickly and move you through the energetic scale relatively quickly. Cause we don't want, like, I want there's been studies that have shown this, which is fascinating, that 30 minutes on social media to actually genuinely connect is healthy. Anything over that 30 minute mark though is negatively impacted. Yeah. And the statistic that blew my mind when I was in this project and really digging through all of the numbers was of course I had to go into the super masculine to figure out all of these things, um, is that the average user spends five and a half hours on social media a day mm -hmm. in a 24 hour period. And I'm like, I, I started to think about it. I was like, okay. I was like, okay. So I open it in the morning. I turn it on for marketing. I do some work on it. Like I do some, like, I was like, maybe I'm a little bit towards the lower scale of that, but I'm like, yeah, you're opening it pretty frequently. And then when you start talking to people, they're like, oh yeah, five hours, no big deal. Or like, oh, I use it for an hour at night to, to zoom out and to tone out and to, you know, disassociate and to kind of, you know, forget about the day. I'm like, okay, cool. Eek like terrifying statistics. I was like, that's five and a half hours. You're not spending with the people that you love. That's five and a half hours. You're not bettering yourself. That's five and a half. You're not hours. You're not spending with your family. And it's five and a half. Like, I'm like thinking about all of the things that one person can do in five and a half hours. Um, which I'm like, I have a laundry list that I could think of that I would, I would Harry, use. Harry, <laughs> Harry, Harry, girl. So okay. I got so many things to respond to. So there's a lot that you mentioned here that mm -hmm. deeply resonates with me. And you bring up this beautiful statistic. It's a reality around people's engagement with social media. So here you are like, okay, if people are going to do this. Okay. Let's just shift the behavior slightly. So at least in the, when they're doing it, there's some value to be derived from the doing of it. Mm -hmm. Of course, right? That makes sense as an alchemist. Yep, and so, <laughs> and so I feel like it's, it makes beautiful sense because there was this gentleman on a conscious gentleman, his name is KT arch degree. And he is talks about Instagram as an instant gram of dopamine. Mm -hmm. Like, right. Of you know course. What I'm and so like, I'm like, okay, so if we're been programmed to be addicted to this vibration of crap, Essentially, what we're doing is we're tuning the frequency higher so people can then be addicted to this, this dopamine of, of crystal light, if you will, of crack mm -hmm. light, you know, which is actually much more nourishing as people attune to these higher frequencies, which is already happening and shifting on our planet anyway. So we're exactly. really in alignment with what God is doing, period. Yeah, no, it's funny because when I look at this, I'm like, 
what's happening we can go deep into this now but what's happening in the earth like i'm essentially i feel like i'm the the steward of doing that on technology and i like there's like there's a bridge there for me and i feel like shamanism is always the bridge so i i've gotten to my own cycles over the year and a half of the of doing this project of being like well why me like i'm not worthy of that like that's massive that's big that's too much did it like god you must have the wrong girl like what are you thinking and it's funny because like when i look back on kind of my my years on the planet and my trainings and my corporate jobs and my businesses and my struggles and my traumas and all of these things is like no I'm uniquely qualified to do this like there is no one else that could possibly hold this so it's just having but it's been this deep humbling kind of soul-esque journey of like you want me to do what like and like and then also now it's also trying to understand and wrap my head around of like I have a team and we're expanding the team, but I don't have the means to expand the team by traditional. And it's like, what you, like the message I got was what you do transcends money. And I'm like, hold on. So Nate, now you want me to do this, not take institutional money, basically throw my MBA in the trash and be like, we're going to do it completely different. We're going to do it your way. And I'm like, this is just, it's, it's a, it's such a, when you have a business that is a spiritual evolution of who you are, like, I feel like that's when you're like, okay, I'm on the right track. There we go. Podcast done. Dropped mic. <laughs> That's why it's all aligned, people. Aligned <laughs> with social media. Because, ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. It looks different, y'all. It yes. looks different. Like, this is coming from two MBA corporate people who talked, tried to do the fundraising here, the, the loans, the equity, the blah, blah, blah. And really... It don't be aligning and it don't be aligning because God is like, not like that. Mm-hmm. God is, yeah. and real clearly not like that. And I, and I feel it and I feel it in my soul and not supposed to be like that because when it's for you, <laughs> it, it is alchemy. Like it has to come down from your thoughts and it has to manifest into the 3D. So it needs the time to make that transition. And mm-hmm. it requires a lot of energy to make that into what we want to see manifest and what we've been experiencing now in this age prior is seeing things happen so quickly and why we had gotten tuned to this frequency of fail fast is because actually it wasn't meant to be built in the first place especially not like that so at the pace we even move in today don't even feel right yet Mm -hmm. it feels right because the healing has to happen. We're just talking about that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot our bumper sticker already. <laughs> oh, doing spiritual shit. Hey, I'm doing spiritual shit all day. That's the job. It is. That's the job. And as we heal, as we do the spiritual shit, then the people come, the opportunities come. I can say the same for my ranch. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, God, you want me to build a $15 million ranch? <laughs> Yep. Like the cost of what my architects have put together. I'm like, huh? And I'm just like, and it's supposed to manage and it's supposed to have a hospitality group and people staff working there and everyone trained and these healers. You want me that is what yeah. I've been to do. <laughs> I'm excited because I need a place to go. So I'm like, yes, please, please, Aaron, please give that to Aaron as an assignment. <laughs> and here I am. I'm just like, yeah, the resources. And the matchup, the matchup of the teams, it looks, it looks um, daunting. I, I'm not, I cannot lie. I can't actually, yeah. in my right, honest consciousness, lie about 
the feeling that I have in my chest and my stomach right now to talk about it. You know, these are the fears that I'm healing because it's like, if you really were aligned, you know, then you wouldn't, you would just trust that, okay, God, yeah. you know, it's happening. But it's these fears, it's the things that we carry from past lives that I would love for us to talk about too, that as healers, we in, it's embedded in our souls, a deep-seated resistance to persecution, to death, to ostracization, <laughs> um, to, to, to outcasting. Um, I'm, I'm under persecution right now in many ways in my family and with legal things, which I have custody and my son, based on my belief system, based on how I speak, based on the things that I say, how I, how I treat healing things in my home and the natural herbs that I use. And this is part of my current life trauma. And then to say and hear from God, oh, actually, you're going to be doing this at your ranch. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is this is just preparatory work this is just small you're like hold on hold on. so no it's interesting because um I've done a lot of past life regression over this past year and a half specifically as you know once receiving this download to to create a line because I'm like you know what there's every time I say it I feel the weight and how large it is mm. and it's interesting because as and every time we add a different person to the team, some other thing gets triggered or flared up to heal, which is uh, really beautiful now. And we've almost yeah. come to expect it. We're like, oh, you know, Joe, come join. And we're like, okay, who's going to, who's going to need a soul regression with Joe this time? And like, where was like, and we've, you know, we've realized that parts of our, um, parts of our team have been in relationship with other parts of our team have, you know, they have been in business and partnership with others and have taken advantage of uh, love each other in past life and in parallel life. Um, so it's interesting. One of the, the big things that I, I think that is worth mentioning is um, the, there are six co-founders. Uh, originally, there was three of us and we've added kind of three other co-founders to make our kind of CEO executive kind of board, if you will, of this platform. And there's three men, three women. And all of us have very different belief systems. All of us have very different backgrounds. We range in age from um, the youngest is 30, 30, she just turned 31 and the oldest is 56. So there's some, there's a, there's a wide range of life experience between kind of this whole group. And for probably the better part of nine months, the three women, myself included, um, we were feeling some sort of, some sort of way and we could not put our finger on it. It's just the best way to describe it. We're like, um, what? Like, I'm like, I feel like you're competition for me. I'm competition for you. Like, there's just like, I love, I love you. I invited you in, but like, there's something that we're kept bumping up against. And I was like, this is the strangest thing ever. And of course, you know, all three of us are healers as well as, you know, one's a psychologist, one of them's more of a sales manager. And, you know, I myself have the business and the, the shaman kind of piece. So all of us have both sides of the right brain, left brain, masculine, feminine. And there was just something in the, the triangle that wasn't working. Hmm. So after we went to a couple of different healers and we kind of dug through a lot of our own stuff, but we realized that we had been, two of us knew we had been in lives together and we have tracked back, I don't even know how many lives at this point, eight plus lives. So we had kind of done our piece and, you know, I've apologized. I was a really shitty husband to her and we kind of make jokes about it, you know, or bring you kind of forward to this life and remember the things that we both remember from that relationship. And 
the third member, Jade, who, you know, you can hear about on our pod, on my podcast too. We're like, we, I'm like, I don't know why I feel the way that I feel about her. I'm like, I love her, but there's something there. So we did this whole dive deep into, it was, I was in Salem with a client uh, doing kind of a three-day healing retreat. And I started getting waves of stuff that was coming up for that's personal. And I'm, when I'm in these healing retreats, basically we go to bed and then I go on my own separate journey. Cause you know, I'm, I'm so open from sitting with a client all day. So I'm starting to get waves and I'm like, oh my gosh, it, I'm like Salem. I started getting witch trial stuff, but I was immediately brought back to actual the UK versus Salem. Yes. And I didn't realize that there was a witch trial before the actual Salem witch trials. Mm-hmm. And it was taken essentially the the protocol if you will there was literally like almost a uh, whatever 16th century white paper written about how to do a proper witch trial in the UK that was brought to Salem and that was what it was based off of and we were the last time Jade and myself and Kaylin had been together was this witch trial in, in the UK so and she had basically abandoned us which is why all my abandonment shit was coming up for these 400 years I had not had any other kind of parallels or tracks with her. So I knew her, but she was like a distant knowing. And there was always something off because I'm like, oh, like there's an abandoned, there's an abandonment wound that I didn't even know was here, if that makes any sense. So bridging that, we kind of had to clear that, kind of dig through that um, and kind of bring it forward. Like the minute we did all of these works to like understand what that was and to understand that like, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, you're going to leave me because you've left me for 400 years previously. Everything like everything changed. The whole relationship dynamic changed. She is able to more rise into her masculine. I'm able to more, like she's fucking Aries. I'm like a you know cancer rising Scorpio. Like I'm supposed to be like the feminine flowy one. And like we were able yeah. to kind of recalibrate back into you know a phase that we needed and then the space that we needed because we both felt safe after we're doing the work. Mm-hmm. But it was like that digging deep of like what the hell? Like why do I like? I'm like, you didn't take my man. Like you didn't take any of my money. Like there's no reason I should feel threatened by you. And I invited you in because at the soul level, it was the right thing to do. It was the right person. It was the right soul to invite in, but I needed to clear out that history first. Mm, I, I know that was that. like a little probably side tangents, but no, and I appreciate it because when I met the two of you, y'all felt like I was there with you during the witch yeah. trial. So that really oh, yes. right with me. It was that this was something that really was a shared experience for all of us. And and I don't know if it was exactly at that moment or at other points in my life, but I have certainly felt that persecution as a healer. And that's beautiful. Yeah. And then as a healer and as a woman and as someone who, you know, is into herbs and into energy and know that you can heal your physical body. Like yes. there's a lot of layers to that of like, mm, like who does she think she is? Like she, yes. is she, so which I mean, I feel like we could go on for, for hours about. <laughs> yes. Just that line itself, who does she think she is, has come back to me in this life. Literally uh, that line. Yep. Period. To the yeah. T. See, and my, my, line is, my line is, oh, you think you're special. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. That mm-hmm. is that, that's that line that reappears. And- who does she think she is? And I say that to myself. I ask myself, who do I think I am? I am a lot of things and I've come to know mm-hmm. a lot of myself through the so through these questions that were first damning, but now yep. they are enhancing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that took a that was a uh, funny little side story. I was down in Costa Rica and I was working at an I uh, doing an IO retreat and uh 
I was, you know, tuned in, tapped in, turned on, like what, what you do and what you do at an ayahuasca retreat. And yes. I had someone uh, basically come up. This was the night before a big ego death for me and another kind of initiation. But I had someone come up to me who I liked. And, you know, we vibed for the, the week that we were there. And she goes, you think you're special. And I was like, oh, gosh. So like I went into the ceremony with this like churning and uh, had, you know, a beautiful experience and an ego death and a, a lot of pieces of soul kind of come back home. And it was so funny because um, I said to her after, I was like, thank you for saying those words. And she was like, I don't even remember saying them. <laughs> and I was like, well, you did it. I was like, I also plotted your death secretly. Like, I was kind of upset. Like, but you know, it was the words. It's so interesting. Cause again, like for people who don't believe in like a higher power or something like, I'm like, how can something like, how would she use the same words that, you know, my parents use that teachers use that educators use that you know every like how would she know those words like same with for you even just the words that I channeled a moment ago like how would I know that was your phrase how would I know those were your words like hi spirit <laughs> who does she think she is hey, I yeah. love it <laughs> and you, know? you think you're special you think you're special these are yep. this is perfect you're like absolutely yes I am I well, am yeah I am and, and then, so are you hold on. So are you. Like, so are you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the whole beautiful aspect of the, the alchemy that it takes to come from what we were talking about earlier from this vibration of anger, resentment, jealousy, to really um, embodying more of the acceptance, the forgiveness, the willingness, the higher, the higher vibrational um, consciousness. When you talk about the map of consciousness on your spectrum, moving into these spaces and staying there. And finding intentional ways to stay there. Like this is the this is leading edge that in your own company, you guys come up against a challenge emotionally, physically, and then you recognize it as something spiritual. And then so you take the time to do the spiritual work together because you see the potential in your work together so that we can grow together, we can heal together, and now we're gonna make some dope ass shit together. You know, like this is the future of, of New Earth. Yeah, I get weepy every time I think in the past, you know, year and a half of being able to work in this container with my, especially my board, my, my kind of, my, our six, our group of six people. Um, and just like, if I were in corporate and we had some of the conversations that we had, all of us would be fired. All of us would be persecuted. Like, because yeah. there's no... Um, <laughs> there's no there's no throat chakra blocked we're like this is wrong this is what I feel this is why I feel it. this is the download I got like it's just it's rapid fire and I think if anyone were to watch a meeting with the six of us and be on the outside it would be like you're vicious and like you're like just because all of us are passionate and all of us are receiving information and all of us are coming together and that a lot of time and there's a lot of fire in our our astrological charts through the six of us but like I just feel like there's, it's so interesting. Cause I think back to like the corporate work that I did. And I feel like you could be, you could probably feel the same way of like, they say they want innovation. They say they want the next idea. They say they want the loud bang, but they don't. Period. And like, I feel like we're in it. We're like, we want all those things and we're actually doing the work to get it. So that part, yeah, all that day. part, that part, like I, <laughs> I have always, like I was in Amsterdam, it's so amazing being in another country and being myself because I get to just talk any kind of way and people are just like, you know, they're just so open-minded. There's no judgment. 
Mm-hmm. So of course I'm exploring all of these different aspects of myself and, and everything. And I feel like in business, especially for me, I don't talk about like, I grew up looking at Trump and admiring this image. Like this is how mm-hmm. the image, the portrayal of American success and excess, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I am now in my meta business season, bringing moderation to that which I was taught was modus operandi in business. And that moderation in many ways comes as an almost overabundance of feminism, of femininity, excuse me, femininity that really is nurturing to all those aspects of doing business before and Mm -hmm. exactly what you're doing is just like okay we're gonna have this rapid fire maybe uh uh, offensive conversation yet we're having this really soft and malleable safe space to receive all this strong energy so that we can really start to to heal as we grow and essentially why you're moving at the pace that you are because you wouldn't be able to have all this fiery fiery energy at a larger scale because that would be combustible. Exactly. So essentially you guys are really like, I just see it just like meeting the weaving the tapestry of this new internet, which is really a web literally. And yeah. it's just a new web and a higher vibrational web. And so, but in order to do that, you guys also have to all be higher frequencies though. Exactly. Yeah, it was really fun to, um, it's so funny because like, (laughs) I'm gonna pick on finance for a second. (laughs) Okay. I feel like finance, you're used to the bro market, the bros, the finance bros, like their old way of doing things, institutional funding, JP Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, like hoorah, rah, like, I mean, you get it. You went to, I don't know. I mean, I don't need to tell you. You know what I'm saying? I love y'all. Y'all my friends. I I fuck with y'all. I understand. I understand. I understand it, but it's funny because I needed someone who understood that, but who also understands the other side of it and that money is energy and you have to have the capacity to receive an exchange. So I needed both. And yeah. it took us a solid year and a half to find that CFO role of mm. who can hold both and who holds both ideals and who understands and who understands, like we've had conversations about Federal Reserve and about money and that's not backed up by anything and crypto and all, this, all the crazy stuff, um, which I mean, it's a podcast in on itself, but <laughs> I needed someone who could understand that there is an energetic side to money too, and that we needed to change the capacity and we needed to dive into manifestation. We needed to be able to receive and we need to work on receiving and having a container to receive and that there is an energetic exchange. So we needed that both person, which was goodness, like finding a needle in a haystack, <laughs> literally. I'm calling that forth right now, that energy. Because this is something that people do not consciously think about. And this is something that I do, like you said, talk about in my podcast. Yeah, how many of us are actually calling forth these individuals in our work lives? And that's yeah. not too many of us, and not even myself, with that level of intention. So yet, now that it's been you know, put on my awareness, absolutely, that shit about to go down. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is essentially what we are doing in this new age of business is really being more intentional about what we're calling for, being more intentional about what we're saying, what we're doing, who we're working with, how we're showing up in our workplaces. And, um, and I feel like we've been talking forever. I have no idea. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm gonna try to start wrapping it up because I feel like we gotta start wrapping it. There might be um, a part two and a part three. And, yeah, you know. <laughs> I feel like yeah, I want to be on your podcast. We gotta keep doing this. absolutely. Um, but I, I really would love not, but and I I have loved loved our entire conversation. It's been a beautiful exploration on so many different levels, and we've been spending a lot of time on this business aspect. But I'd love for you to go into just. At the last, you know, the last question about how it all comes together with your family, because you're a mother, you're a wife, you know, you you are a, a CEO, and this is for the women, the holy grail. You feel me? The holy mm-hmm. grail. And I love for you to kind of just put a bow tie on it, you know, in terms of how this all has amplified you in all those other ways, because I think that's what part that. We fear as being leaders and women that we were going to lose all those other aspects of ourselves, but you're being able to keep it intact. So yeah. I would love for you to share some some. It's gems so out. funny because I feel like there's a, a disclaimer needs to come through. So my husband also works with me um, and technically for me and owns a small percentage of the company. So there adds another layer of complexity to this. <laughs> because um, we have to switch roles on a very regular basis because mm-hmm. in you know the business I may be a little bit more in my masculine and then as you know a wife I mean sorry no one wants to get in bed with their dad like that's just not a thing like I need to switch into my feminine and let him leave and let him be let him take the the reins and let me be soft and actually decompress and come back into my body so I feel like it's a constant evolutionary process if you will And it's a constant reminding myself that I am able to be both, do both, have both. Because it's interesting, I feel like, and this might just be for me, but like, I feel like the successful women entrepreneurs that I've seen are a lot of single, a lot of um, people who don't have kids, who chose not to have kids in this lifetime. They are the ones who, you know, put their forth, because that's what we're told to put forth 100% of our energy to our business. And I feel like it's going to sound crazy, but the less and the less energy I give towards my business and the more time I spend truly in presence with my children, the better the business gets. But it's, I love my business and I love being an entrepreneur. And I feel like that is my, it's hard because it's one of my true callings, but also being a mother is, but I'm really good at being an entrepreneur. And sometimes I question how good I am at being a mother. We're getting real, we're getting real, 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 real here. Um, and I feel like it's a constant, like my whole thing boils down to presence. Am I being what I'm supposed to be doing in this present moment? Am I being a present wife? Am I being a present entrepreneur? Am I being a present mom? Because so often us being women, we're great at multitasking. I can cook dinner. I can make sure my kids are entertained. I can make sure my husband's happy. And I can probably be on the phone coaching two or three people. Like I can do all of that, but am I present in doing any of it? No. Mm. So I think for me, it just boils down to like, what am I like, I just, and I have to go really tactical sometimes. So actually I'm in a season right now where I have three categories, business, uh, personal, uh, business kind of family life and personal time and self-care time and pouring back into me because I need that right now and going really tactical, really masculine. I color coded my calendar. I have green for business. I have purple for family and I have yellow for me time because I needed to make sure that I was back into balance, back into equilibrium and back into kind of pouring into this, these three phases of my, these three pieces of my life, because it was off balance and I was feeling it. And if I don't give myself adequate time, then I'm a shitty mom and a shitty business owner. And if I don't give my family enough time, then I'm an adequate, like there's just, if something's off, it's all off. 
I hope that somewhat answers your question because I took it to uh, 10 different places. I loved it. I'm breathing through it because I'm receiving it because it's, 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 it's the truth. And I, and I feel like what you're saying is going to be um, a model um, for so many women that are, are looking for inspiration for being a, a successful entrepreneur, being a mother, being a, a, a divine partner. And this is what we're calling for. The women are desiring deeply. We, we desire this deeply, so many of us. And for us to be arcing towards it, for me to be arcing towards it, for you to be modeling it and living it and perfecting it is what this world, this new earth needs, period. And it's funny, I just want to add a little caveat. Like those are my three buckets. And those are the three things that I value and that are important to me. And like not... I just want to like put a little note here that's like not devaluating. If you're a woman who you're like having kids in this lifetime is not for me. There's another bucket that you're meant to fulfill and like just replace the kid family bucket with that bucket. Like that's I what I same. love to my friends. I love that hundred percent. Like similar, like, I mean, same with like partner too. Like if you're like, I feel like there are people and I feel like this has been past life for me too. Of Like I'm not meant to be with a person. I'm meant to have a solo journey this life guess what? Then your bucket for you maybe gets bigger, or maybe it is friends that turn into family that you need a bucket for and a connection for. Yes. But I feel like once you kind of, I feel like every, and this is, you know, just kind of the download that comes through is every woman has three. And that's mm. like what balances us. And that's what gives us the stability is when we have those three pieces of ourselves that we are able to play and intermingle and kind of weave mm -hmm. together. Yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yes. Well, has. This feels complete. I would love for you to share with our listeners, with our viewers, how they can stay in touch with you, how they can learn more about online social media and just generally anything you want to kind of close out with. Yeah, absolutely. So Aligned Social is alignedsocialapp.com to actually kind of read about the site and aligned.social to actually get on the site. Um, we're in beta right now. You're more than welcome to join and kind of come play in our sandbox. Um, we will be in a much better beta in a couple months where we actually launch an iOS app um, and are able to kind of use some of the, the things that we've been creating a little bit better than a, a web-based app. Um, my website's CassandraShuck.com. You can find me there. And that's all more of the healing, spiritual, um, thought leader kind of conversations and pieces is, is more over there. And I'm banned off of Instagram because they don't like when you make a social media platform. And I'm not on Facebook much because social media platform. <laughs> so I think the best way is probably through the, through the website. Yes. Yes. Go. Disrupting <laughs> technologies and constructing higher ones. So this yeah. has been a beautiful, beautiful conversation. Thank you so much sister, for your time. Thank your you. Energy, I appreciate you. Your wisdom, your shamanistic touch. It was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you much. <laughs> And thank yes. you for tuning in from Amsterdam. This is fun. We got to play across the pond. Period. It's just from really... Malibu to Amsterdam. Boom. Yeah, boom. Boom. So this just shows you all, listeners, viewers, if you made it all the way this far, this just shows you just the power of God and source of your of your divine online intentions manifesting in ways you would never even expect them to, to have conversations like these, to have relationships like these and inspirations like these. Um, this is how it works. And so thank you all. We, we look forward to, to seeing you, hearing from you on our comments um, directly to us. And of course, check us out on our next episode of Metabiz Millennial. I'm at I am Erin Patton on all the social media channels. So love you. Peace.
Did you really love this episode of the Meta Business Millennial Podcast? Well, I am honored, and I appreciate you subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing it with your friends. In the meantime, stay bright, my friends. Much love and light. Peace.